Hey y'all, it's Nisi. It's Michaela. And you are listening to or watching the Straight Like That podcast, the faith-based podcast where we, where we give y'all the tea on Christ. All the tea. And keep it real and simple. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about confirmation from God. Um, A couple of the topics that we wanted to touch on would be like just hearing God, knowing his voice, having discernment. Um... Also, just how the Holy Spirit helps us, especially with discernment and just knowing God's will for our life, for our lives. And yeah, just stuff around those, around that area. So the first thing that we wanted to talk about was hearing God and knowing his voice. Um, did you want to start us off with something or did you want? Um, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm very... I'm prepared, but I'm I'm trying to. <laughs> okay, so asking for confirmation is a really it's not a tricky thing, but it's a tricky thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask for confirmation and you know where it's coming from, then that's what makes it like you know a little bit easier. But when you ask for confirmation and then confusion comes, that's where the the problem comes in. And Proverbs three twenty one says, "My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment." And then another verse is Psalms 119, 125, which says, give discernment to me, your servant, then I will understand your law. So we see that's a really good thing that you could ask God for and stuff like that if you are seeking discernment and stuff like that. And then there was this post, I don't know if I found it on Instagram, Pinterest, I don't know where I found it at, but I know I found it. And she was basically like, she said, ask God for discernment. Be careful when you ask for a sign. If you ask for a sign and receive one, make sure it aligns with scripture. Sometimes your heart will turn anything into a sign from God to validate its own evil desires. I feel like majority of the time when we do ask for signs, it's like something that looks like, and we get something, it's either something that looks similar or something that we take and run with. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're not asking for confirmation for the simple fact of it being something that we want to know from God, but we're asking for confirmation in the aspect of like, you know, I really think I can make this work. Like, this really got potential. Even if you've already been told to let it go. And you're like, God, give me confirmation if I should let it go. And, you know, and then you don't see what you ask God for. You're like, God, send this card to me if this ain't going to work. Or send this or send that or something like that. And then it's like, it don't get sent to you. So you're like, um, well, I guess that means, you know, like, I can still keep going with it. And it's like you've already got your confirmation that it would not work. So then that's when it turns into you asking for confirmation just to, for your own evil desires. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And another thing worth noting is like with the whole discernment thing is when we're asking for something for, when we're asking for something from God and we think, oh, like this is God responding to me. Like if we think we got a response or a sign or a confirmation or whatever, we need to make sure that it aligns with God's will for our life, but we make sure of that by comparing it to his word. Like we know God's voice because we have a whole book full of what he said, you know, and how he did things and how he said things, how he interacted with people, how he spoke with people and gave confirmations and signs and whatever. And God can speak through anything, but you want to make sure that it's from God and not deception. You want to make sure that it's from God and that you're not doing what Kayla talked about and just leading yourself astray pretty much by following your heart or 
deceiving you yourself. Think. Right, because that's possible too. Self-deception. Deception is not always from the enemy. It's It can be self-deception. Um, so definitely just making sure that you're taking after what God's word says and confirming it that way. That's the best way to confirm a word that you get, revelation, um, prophecies, everything. Like That's just the best way to confirm is going back to God's word. And confusion can also come from yourself and not the enemy. I think a lot of people think like when something bad go wrong, they're like, Oh, it's the enemy, like you I'm know, attacked. the devil is working, like, it's, and like, and all that stuff like that. And it's like, no, you put yourself in the same position. Now, that's not to make him seem like he good, cause y'all, he be doing some things where it's like, you know, if we could get face to face, like in a ring or something like that. But like, <laughs> but sometimes, like, I think we can get in a space where we like, oh, oh, the enemy is working, like. Look at the enemy trying to force that person to get on my backside. And it's like, no, like you really didn't even have no like point of doing what you did. So I think a lot of the times we can really confuse things going wrong with. It's always the enemy. And it's like, no, you just did this. So what did you expect to come out of it? Like you just did this bad thing. And and I'm not even talking about karma because karma is like very cool. Like I don't really I don't like that term. The word. Like I don't. I don't know, for some reason. Yeah, the like term it. itself has, yeah. um, it stems from a different belief system. Yeah. But it does have a meaning that. Like the cause and effect. Kind yeah. Of. Like, you <laughs> well, know that's what really all it is. I think it'd be how, like, people be saying it. Like, they'd be like, oh, like, Korean Carpenter's coming you 10 times. <laughs> like, but that's why, okay, so I had a verse, Joshua 1 8. Um, which is like what Nice was talking about and stuff like that, which is why to be able to recognize that voice, Joshua 1, 8 tells us, study this book of instruction continue, continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Like, in order to know God's voice, you have to read his word. Like, mm -hmm. if you don't know his word, you don't know his, his voice. And you'll keep overlooking the voices that you do hear because you don't know which is which. You'll hear a voice and then you'll start doubting and you'll be like, oh, maybe that's my voice. Like, yeah. you know, that's not God. But it's like, no, like God is like, I spoke to you and you like I, I spoke to you. And because you didn't know my voice and you didn't know my word, you didn't you understand it. where it was coming from. Like you missed what I was saying. And then that's when you get frustrated. And you're like, God, I'm not hearing you. Like, I don't know, which is like something I'm really guilty of. Like I have my moments where I'm like, God, like, I just asked you for something like, you know, like. I don't know. I feel like sometimes when we are on our walk, sometimes we can like operate out of a sense of entitlement. Like, God, I asked you, you said, seek and you shall find. Like, I'm asking you, like, why am I not getting the answer? And it's like, God is like, no, I, I told you an answer. You're just not listening and you're not paying attention enough to receive the answer that I gave you. Like, I talk to you like almost all day and you're not able to recognize what's coming from me, what's coming from the enemy and what sounds like your own voice because you don't know my voice. You know the enemy's voice, you know your own voice, but you don't know my voice. So my voice is being clouded out with everybody else's voices. That's why Joshua 1 is telling us, like, we have to study the word, we have to meditate on it. Like, if we if we don't know the word, we won't know what's coming from him. Like, say we get a scripture or something in our head. If we never heard that scripture in the Bible, then it's like, well, who's saying this? God is like, that was my word, but you didn't know it was my word because you don't even read my word. Mm -hmm. Like, so you don't know. And I feel like, it's a really great story. They say it's a folktale. They say it's true. I don't know y'all, but I know it's a really good example. And it's about this man, basically. He was, I always thought he was 
stuck at sea, but some people was like, he was, anyways, let me just tell you that story. <laughs> but <laughs> it said a man was trapped in his house during a flood. He began praying to God to rescue him. He had a vision in his head of God's hand reaching down from heaven and lifting him to safety. The water started to rise in his house. His neighbor urged him to leave and offered him a ride to safety. The man yelled back, I am waiting for God to save me. The neighbor then drove off in his pickup truck. The man continued to pray and hold on to his vision. As the, one, as the water began rising in his house, he had to climb up the roof. A boat came by with some people heading for safe ground. They yelled at the man to grab a rope they were ready to throw and take him to safety. He then, he told them um, that he was waiting for God to save him. They shook their heads and moved on. The man continued to pray, believing with all his heart that he would be saved by God. The floodwaters continued to rise. A helicopter flew by and a voice um, came over a loudspeaker offering to lower a ladder and take him off the roof. The man waved the helicopter away, shouting back that he was waiting for God to save him. The helicopter left. The flooding water came over the roof and caught him up and swept him away. <laughs> he drowned. When he reached heaven and asked God, when he reached heaven, he asked, God, why did you not save me? I believed in you with all my heart. Why did you let me, why did you let me drown? God replied, I sent you a pickup truck. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter and you refused all of them. What else could I possibly do? What else could I possibly do for you? And it's like, God will send you, like, you'll be like, God, send me this car. Like, if this person ain't, like, because the dangerous, the dangerous prayer to pray is, if this person is not for me, remove Stay them. Away. That's a dangerous prayer, y'all. Tread lightly when you pray that. Because <laughs> he might take everybody. But um, what's crazy is that we ask God for signs. We're like, God, you know, if this isn't right, give me this sign. Give me a dream. Give me a word. Give me a prophetic message. Give me this. Give me that. And then he gives it to you and you're like, God, give me another one, you know, just to be on yeah, the same side. Like Make sure. Like, you know, like, I, I need to, I need to make sure. Like, I need to be sure. And it's like, what more do you want? Like, what more do you want from me? Like, because it's like, I think sometimes we can not think, but I know for a fact, like, we can ask God for confirmation. And then when he gives it, we're like, well, God, where's the confirmation at? Or we'd be like, is that God? Like, are you sure? Like, is this what you meant to tell me? Like, Maybe it's just me thinking. Like, <laughs> and I've been there before. Like, like honestly. That's so true, though. I feel like that, that, that's that been me a lot lately. Like, I've been like, God, you know, if this person isn't for, for me, remove them. Or God, like, say this to me, speak to me. And God is like, you didn't even read my word yesterday. Mm -hmm. So, you can't hear me. And you know what? Oh, I have a good testimony. Like, a really good story about signs. Sorry. So, the whole college thing, you remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, I'm a college student, okay? And... When I was in the process of choosing which school to attend, that was a really, really tough time oh for me. Oh my God. <laughs> really, really tough. Really tough. I'm not going to get into all the details, <laughs> but the main point of me telling this story um, is to tell y'all that in the midst of me trying to figure out which college I was going to go to, I, of course, included God in my plans. I was like, God, like, where do you want me to go? Um, and I was just really battling this because... Some people were telling me I should go to this school. Some people were telling me I should do this and this and the other. And at the end of the day, I had to really just cut off all the other voices. And I had to tell Watch when people say God told me. That's another thing that I just thought of when you said that. Watch the people that always come to you and be like, God told me this. God told me. You got to test that you stuff know, too. Yeah. Don't, just, don't just be so receiving of it. Mm -hmm. You know, and it may sound like. Oh, that's really, really good. It like, hit for me right now. Like, it sounds so... And it's like, no. You still got to be careful. Yeah. 
But um, as far as the signs and stuff, I remember one day, it's like I had been going through this battle for like two, three months at this point. And I was like, God, like I had, what I did was I had looked up the mascots of the two colleges and one of them was Eagles and the other one was a Bulldog. And I was like, God, if you want me to go to this school, send me two Eagles. And if you want me to go to that school, send me two Bulldogs. I'm going to keep it to y'all real rap wrong when I tell y'all <laughs> what happened, okay? The next day, I wake up, and it's just routine for me to open up my Bible, read his word, get into his presence, pray for the day, everything like that. I open up my Bible. You know, I'm not thinking that. He's going to speak to me when I open up my Bible. I'm opening up my Bible. And it's crazy because a week prior, I felt led to read the book of Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. And so, mind you, I'm just reading through the chapters of Ezekiel all up until this point. I'm flipping through the book of Ezekiel. And it stops on this page. And I, I'm reading it. And the heading says, two eagles and a vine. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so excited like oh my gosh God answered my prayer but the enemy <laughs> but then again the enemy be at work and he be watching because what the enemy did after that is after that I was going about my day it was around prom time we were supposed to go to this store to find my dress da 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 I'm on my way to the store well I was on my way to a restaurant before we went prom shopping and I'm passing and it's this like sign and it says like bulldog something right and i was like huh i was like that's weird well, like <laughs> any other time i don't see nothing about or i don't recognize nothing and i was just looking out the window i wasn't even looking for another sign because i had already received you, it, you know and i was like hmm that's weird so that confusion started kind of getting through my mind i'm like well if i see another one I'm like this is gonna be a little weird we're at the restaurant, okay? Mind you, I seen that on the way to the restaurant. We're at the restaurant. I get on my phone. I'm scrolling on Instagram. <laughs> da, da, da. And this notification pops up. And it says this page followed me. And the page name was like something Bulldogs. And Michaela remembers me texting her about this. Because I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. Da, 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 da. God would not tell me to go to both colleges. You know? What you gonna do? One That's impossible. God would not tell me to go to both colleges. So I knew that that was off the table. And I'm like, okay, so it's one or the other. But what I did not realize at that time was God got to me first. Okay? And it was literally in his word. Yeah. The confirmation was from his word. And it was exactly what I asked for at one time. The bulldog confirmation, that was boom, boom. It was out, and it was on social media and on the side of a store versus the two eagles coming right from the Bible. You know what I'm saying? The right after I woke up, setting something in the morning, <laughs> like oh, fresh. in the morning, <laughs> like so. Just really having that discernment, and I did choose the college that God wanted me to go to. <laughs> but yeah, I just really wanted to tell that because the enemy he will definitely try to come in. And put all this stuff in your ear. Try to get you confused. He will use anything that he can. Anything. You know? Anything. anything. And the Bulldogs face on Instagram, they try to sell Bulldogs. <laughs> you follow me out of all people. Like, scam. Make it make sense. Girl. The oh, my God. That make, okay, so, y'all. Yeah.
this has to be like the longest ring of deception that I had ever oh lived in, in my entire life. Well, hold on. These knew about that. <laughs> we just be sharing stuff back and forth. So, okay. I'm not going to get into too much detail. because, But, um, there was this, okay. So, let's, let's just sum it all up. There was a situation where I needed answers in and God had gave me like continuous confirmation like. Most of the time when God gives confirmation, he gives it and it's like, you can take it and run with it. You can listen or anything like that. And he's a gracious God. So he'll always give like, just to make sure that his kids are supplied for and stuff yeah. like that. And it's, if you ask him from a genuine heart. Yeah. And, like, and that's your evil them. desires. But we'll get on that in a minute. Like we were saying earlier, like, don't make sure you come in from a right place when you ask him. Right. But my job was like, if this is this, let this happen. It happened. If this is this, let this happen. It happened. If the, and it's just like, it kept going. So I'm like, okay, maybe that was just a, mind you. I feel like, like most times it's us not wanting co to come to terms with You that. can't. We ask for it, but then we don't it's really like, want to. You can't believe it. it. Right. And that was definitely me. Like, I was like, okay, guys. <laughs> maybe we can like work something out. Like 50-50, yeah. like I'm talking about Apple Pay. Like I'm talking about Klarna, <laughs> like. You know, I'm talking about like pay to pay Me in the now. middle. You know what I'm saying? Like after pay. Like I was thinking more like that along those lines. But I was like, no, like I'm talking about the full price. So he kept, mind you, he kept giving me confirmation, right? Let me just say the biggest hole of deception that you could, one of them, the, one of the biggest holes of deception you can go down is listening to prophetic videos. Listen. Get off the YouTube. Get off YouTube. <laughs> Get in your word. Get because no, I went down that hole before and I was literally looking up prophetic messages yes. to confirm what I when wanted. When they would come across my refresh page, I would look at all of them and be, they would be like, take it back to God. I would be like, okay, God, this is my confirmation. And God is like, don't do it. I'm God. not even talking to you. Like, uh, long story short, it took me down a deeper road that I shouldn't even went down. Like, God was literally trying to help me avoid it and I went down it myself. So I had to deal with everything that came with that road. But when I got to the other side and, like, you have that moment of realization where it's like, duh, like, girl, you knew that. But it was like, what really blew me was is I knew it all along. Mm -hmm. Like, and I still chose to not come to terms with it because I thought I could make it work. When it comes to you asking for confirmation from God, it's not about what works for you. If you ask for confirmation from God, that means you're inviting God in the situation. So don't still try to give your opinion or your say so or what you think is best for the situation. Yeah. Because if you ask God, if you ask God, that means you wanted his opinion. Because God's verdict is going to trump Period. everything. Like if you <laughs> ask God to come into a situation, you invite him in and you still try to have control over the situation. It don't work like that. If you ask him to come in and guide you, take control over something, give you confirmation on what to do, because confirmation it could give you instruction yeah. on what to do next and, and how the Bible to do has it. instructions. So watch you, where your instructions come from. No, like <laughs> if you're asking God to come into a situation, you cannot still be in that 50-50 mindset. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You got to be ready to do what he's going to tell you to do. You got to be ready to go the way that he wants you to go. And I've been in multiple, countless situations where I invited God in and it didn't go my way, but I had to be obedient. And it'd be hard to y'all. Obedience this is kind of hard. So I'm not going to lie. Just to be completely transparent. So I know some people be like, just get up and do it. Like, it's if you so love God, just, just get up it. and do it. And it's like, I, we're trying. Like, <laughs> this is new. Like, oh my. Like, it just be like, oh my gosh. Like, I know a lot of people are like, 
if you really love God, you would just be obedient. And I don't really think people realize, like, I love God so much. Like, I love God more than anybody else and all that. But it's like sometimes when I'm told to do something or I know I'm supposed to do something, I'm like, God, this is, like, this is making me uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to do it. And it doesn't even be bad at me. I got something to say. <laughs> no, that just made me think of this video. Um, This man, he has a YouTube channel. His YouTube channel is called The Basement with Tim Ross. <gasps> oh, I love it. I just seen a short on YouTube and he was like, yes, we love God, but like obedience is not always going to make you happy. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I know that this probably don't really tie into confirmation, but I had to say it because it's just so good. And he was like, that's just like, you love your mama, right? She going to tell you to go in there and do them dishes. You don't want to do them dishes, but you're going to go in there and do them dishes. And you might complain while you're doing it. You might even cry while you're doing it. You're going to be mad. Da, da, da. You're going to be, mm, I don't want to do these dishes. Why can't nobody else watch it? He knocked the mama. He was like, what'd you say? <laughs> and the boy was like, nothing. I'm just going to do it. But he's sitting there doing them dishes. Out of respect, out of love, obedience. Reverend. Like, you going to do it. And I think, like, it, it might have took you a minute to get to that kitchen sink. You get what I'm saying? It but the dishes are still clean. But you did it. <laughs> you might have slugged your way down the stairs. <laughs> you might have talked crap. You might have threw the squash when you was done. Like, you got the dishes in the sink where you're touching the food. That's still in the dishes. Then I hate those dishes. Thing, like, man. rinse your... Anyways, y'all. But I was... Okay, so in this group I'm in or whatever, like the believers and stuff like that, the girl was like, she was like basically to sum it all up of what she said she was basically like we flirt with god instead of committing to him mm. like we want the bare minimum like flirting as in like you got contact with him i'm gonna praise you this one day and then the next day like i don't really feel like praising you no 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 no. if you're in a relationship no you need to commit there's more mm -hmm. than flirting like so when she said that it was like so like it was amazing when she said that because it's like we do have moments where we just flirt with God when we just ask him for the bare minimum when he when we just praise him one day and not praise him the next and it's like no if you want God to work in a small part of your life you have to invite him into your whole life so everything can get worked on like it's not no God I want you to work on my music choices but I don't want you to work on how I lust after people. you can't be selective you can't be what you can't be one foot in and one foot out you gotta bring everything to you me. can't be split in two you and can't God <laughs> let God work on what he needs to work on yep and just allow him to do what he gonna do confirmation can come through a lot of things though it can come from videos it can come from people but when it comes to you testing the spirits you need to go back not what the confirmation is but you need to go back to where it's coming from mm -hmm. the confirmation matters but it does not matter as much as who it's coming from you can get confirmation all day but if you don't know who it's coming from or if you can't discern, which is why earlier I was reading the scriptures, discernment is so important. If you can't discern where it's coming from, you won't know if it's the real confirmation or not. Right. A lot of people, when they ask for confirmation, they're like, God, can you send me this and do this? And then an angel number pop up or a triple digit number pop up or something. And they're like, oh, that's my confirmation for today. And it's like, you ask God for that confirmation. And if you know that is not from God, how do you find confirmation from God in something that's not from him? Right. It just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't it make sense. It, it don't, it's not make sense. So it's just really important to ask for discernment. Right. Always. Because discernment is so important when it comes to asking for confirmation, when it comes to making life decisions, when it comes to your relationship with God, when it comes to your relationship with others and how you act in it. Discernment is so 
important and i can't stress that enough and i feel like that kind of ties into something else i was saying a lot of people try to go and seek confirmation from and this does happen a lot of times out of ignorance and just people just being flat out naive like people will try to seek answers from things that are not of god and don't know it yeah you know like um for instance me and my mom we was having a conversation last night about like psychics and mediums and fortune tellers and stuff like that um where these people like where they get their information from tarot readers that's another one um a lot of these people are talking to demons it's a lot of and familiar spirits and it's sad because even the people that are doing those things that are doing the tarot readings and the palm readings and fortune tellings all that type of stuff psychics and mediums sometimes they don't even know that they're talking to demons and familiar spirits sometimes they're deceived to think that they're hearing from god you know and so from a, a positive higher higher power or the universe <clears throat> y'all don't let nobody trick y'all with that stuff either the higher power in the universe this is just terminology that people is using to substitute for god the father in heaven you know like there's only one god the universe doesn't control anything god does God That's controls it. the universe. Anyways. Come on now. Be mad. Be Anyways. <laughs> be freaking for real. <laughs> but nah. Um, like just like psychics and mediums. That's where you get in the information from. And I remember one time I really had to tell somebody that I cared about. You need to stop going to those places and stuff. Because you don't know where they're getting that information from. You know. And I'm pretty sure they're talking to familiar spirits and demons because the stuff that they came back telling me about what this person just said it just didn't sit right with me <laughs> like what <laughs> um yeah and that's where the that's where holy spirit discernment really really does help us like this is why having the holy spirit in these last days is so so important because the enemy he's gonna try to deceive you in any way that he can any way that he can and its primary source is by using people. Yeah. You can lead an animal to the water, but you can't make them drink it. <laughs> <laughs> you can lead and tell somebody what they shouldn't be doing or what you think they shouldn't be doing or anything like that, but that don't mean they're going to follow it. Yeah. So always offer correction and wise judgment and righteous judgment. Righteous judgment. Not because you think you're right. Don't tell somebody something because you think you're right. Tell somebody something because it's righteous. I feel like people confuse like, I'm doing the right thing with the righteous thing. They 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 did this to me. So the right thing would be to pay back what they did to and me. And that's a worldly view. And pay it more instead of doing the righteous thing. I'm going to let it catch up with you yourself. Because God, God got me. Ven like, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So whatever, whatever he's going to allow for you. That ain't got nothing to do with me, okay? right? But I'm not gonna harp anyway, y'all. I had nothing. And to I'm not gonna wish nothing bad on you. No, I'm just let the cards be dead. <laughs> the ace of spades. This is how people did be wrong, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm just leaving alone. Track me by my <laughs> edges. And I didn't say nothing. <laughs> but um, another thing that I wanted to talk about was like. Of course, I wanted to tie this back into genuinely asking God for signs and confirmation when we really just don't know and we want to make sure that we're doing what he wants us to do. 
um, exactly like how he wants us to do it, you know? Because sometimes you just, you just be wanting to, wanting to be you, directed Sometimes you him. really just need to know, you yeah. need some answers. And God, he understands that. And there's grace for that, you know? Um, and, but there's also a difference between genuinely asking from a good and upright heart posture versus asking for stuff just to see. And the heart is deceitful. So yeah, don't act off your emotions. Don't act off your feelings. Act off of facts. Act off of what it is. Don't act off potential. Don't act off, I think. I saying, think. No. You need to know. In these <laughs> days, we got we to gotta know what it is we got to be doing. Uh, but a story I wanted to tie into, like, genuinely asking God to make sure that you're in his will is uh, from the book of Judges out of the Bible. And this is the story of Gideon. So with Gideon, he was an Israelite. The Israelites, they was going at it with the, I want to say the Amalekites. Please tell me if I'm wrong. Put it in the comments or something. I don't know. But it was another um, group of people. And they was just going at it with them. They came in great multitudes against the Israelites. And the Israelites was like, God has forsaken us. Like, but they were disobedient. And God sent prophets to tell them, like, y'all being disobedient. And so, um, <laughs> like, God told them what it was. That's one thing God will not do is put you in a situation and, like, just have you wondering, like, what you did wrong type thing. Like, if you're doing something wrong, he's going to correct you. But you have to be listening for it. You have you know? to allow him. Right. You, you have to receive that discipline, receive that correction, receive the realignment type. So... Israel, Israel, everybody know, they was just kind of going on their own accord most of the time. You get what I'm saying? So that's kind of what was happening here. And what Gideon, he was, um, he was a young man. He was the least in his family and he came from a poor family. But what happened was God had sent an angel to him to tell him, you're going to be the one to deliver the Israelites out of the other people's hands. Um, and so Gideon was like, mm, I, nah, I don't know about that. You know, I'm at least in my family. Like, we ain't got no money, Tiny. Like, we ain't got nothing to our names. Like, no, like, that can't be me. And so the angel was like, no, like, God is telling you, like, this is what he's called you to do. You need to go and do that. You get what I'm saying? So Gideon was like, okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go grab this food real fast, and I'll be right back. I'm going to go make this food, grab it. I'll be back. You do what you got to do. The angel, he said, grab the food, put it on this rock. He touched it with the staff and it like disintegrated or like went up or in flames or it just disappeared pretty much. And Gideon was like, oh my gosh, like I've seen the face of the Lord, please. Um, <laughs> he was like, I've seen, seen him face to face. And <laughs> the angel was like, peace be with you. Like, don't be scared. Da -da. You know how angels do. And <laughs> Calm down. Right, like don't trip. No. <laughs> but it really is crazy that they do that. Like I didn't just see what I just saw. Like don't tell me to like, calm down. I like, do this every day, like calm down. <laughs> I do this. <laughs> that's funny, but no, nah, that's pretty much what happened. And so later that same day, God had spoke to Gideon and he told him what to do with the altar that they had made for a different God. He told him, cut that altar down and put mine that's higher right up next to it. Gideon did it. Um, but then another situation had happened where, you know, he was going to go to war against the other group of people to deliver the Israelites. And God, I mean, Gideon, he really did need some confirmation. 
he needed guidance from God. He was like, God, like, if I'm going to overcome them, I need you. Like, I need you to speak to me right now through a sign. I'm sorry if y'all hear my dog. He's upset right now. But, um, <laughs> they've been wilding all day. Like, please. They've been wilding all day. <laughs> but I'm sorry if y'all hear it. But, um, Gideon, he needed confirmation from God. And so he pretty much put a piece of fleece outside. And he was like, if I'm going to overcome them, if you want me to go out and do what you need me to do, like, I need this fleece to be dry and the rest of the ground to be a mist over it when I wake up. He woke up, that's exactly what it was. God had did it. He made it happen. And so the next time, um, and so the next day, Gideon was like, God, like, please be gracious towards me. Don't be mad when I ask you to do this again. But this time, can you make the fleece with a mist on it and the rest of the ground dry? God made it happen. <laughs> and so that's just the thing of like, you could tell like with what Gideon was saying, like he was coming from a pure place. He really just wanted to make sure that he was doing what was in God's will, that everything was going to work out. Sometimes you have to ask a few times. Sometimes you, sometimes you do. And I don't knock asking God just to make sure everything's going how he wants it to go, you know? Um, so yeah, like if Gideon was coming from a place of really trying to test and try God, like Testing you in the wrong was, spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so good though. Cause I just like piggyback off, off of what you said. Some of the stuff y'all be saying, we did not write down. So whatever we just saying. We yeah. Did. I'm currently trying to find a verse right that I just thought of. Hold on. <laughs> it, it's this thing growing up where it's like, I won't say growing up for me. Cause I was always taught if you got a question, go to God, mm-hmm. pray about mm-hmm. it. But there is like something in the church that has been developed where it's like you're not supposed to question God. Don't ask him questions. Like, just do it. And it's like, if the scripture tells us, ask. If it tells us, seek and you, sh- you shall find. Why would we How not ask? How go to him? Why would we not ask? And I feel like, honestly, questions bring us closer to knowing him. Questions bring us closer to the calling that he has on our life. He tells us in 1 Peter, I believe it's 1 Peter. And building a relationship. Make every, um, 1 John, one of them. Uh, he pretty much say like, make every effort to know the calling and election that you have. That way you will not fail. So it was just like, if we do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we do that by asking questions. You know answers to things. You get instruction and direction by asking God questions. And so I would never knock somebody like asking God a question when they genuinely just want to know an answer. But that isn't to say that like we absolutely have to know everything or that we're entitled to an answer. I feel like that's where a lot of people mess up too. I'm not ignoring you. I'm trying to find this verse. Oh no, you good. <laughs> but um, I feel like that's where a lot of us mess up is thinking that, okay, if we ask God, we're entitled to an answer. Yeah, right God, then and there. God don't have to answer to us at all he don't have to it's out of his grace that he does that so um yeah i mean i would i would definitely encourage people like if you had been having some questions god is not a god that he should lie he's going to answer you truthfully and he's going to tell you what you need to know when you need to know it and if you feel like you haven't received something from god maybe it's just not the right time consider that um but another thing i wanted to mention is that like when we're asking for confirmations and stuff, it's not good that we dismiss them when God gives them to us. Mm-hmm. Because in dismissing what we know he is telling us to do, that hardens our hearts towards him. 
And a scripture to back this up is Hebrews 3, 8 through 10. Today, if you hear, well, 3, 7 through 10, sorry. So as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for 40 years they saw what I did. <laughs> that is why I was angry with that generation. I said their hearts are always going astray and they had not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall not ever enter my rest. Out the scripture. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so what I'm pre what what the scripture is saying <laughs> is that if you know God through his Holy Spirit is telling you to do something, if you know that God is telling you to do something, period, and you're dismissing what he's telling you to do, even though you know what he's telling you to do, it says that the it says that the Israelites tested and tried him. Though for 40 years they saw what I did, yet they still tested and tried me, your heart will be hardened. And you're not going to enter my rest. There's consequences that comes with not listening to God when you know what he's telling you to do. And those consequences can be caused by you. By you, not by the enemy. By you. All you have to do is just listen. Yeah. Okay. It's easier said than done, but... Ask God for strength. If you if you know that God has confirmed something to you and you just feel like you don't have the strength to do it, ask God for the strength to do it. Because another common misconception that I feel like I need to say is that a lot of people think that if it's in God's will, then God's going to get it done. We have to put in work. Faith without uh, works. Faith without works is dead. So if you think, oh, God's going to work absolutely everything out, and he does that behind the scenes, in the spirit realm. Don't before. disguise it with a waiting season. If you know you're supposed to be if doing you know something, hop on it. <laughs> I'm just sitting back waiting for hop God. Hop on it. He told you you needed to do something. What are you doing? Now, I did find myself guilty of that not that long ago. And I think what was hindering me was I didn't know which step God wanted me to take first. First, yeah. And so when that stuff does happen, that's when you press into prayer. That's when you start fasting. That's when you start asking God, okay, like, what is it that you want me to do first? And that's when, that's like, I'm a dreamer. So I do ask God, like, for dreams and visions and stuff like that, because I know that he's gracious towards me in that area, you know? So that, that does help is praying, fasting, really getting into communication and isolation with God. Um, to get answers, to get instruction. But I mean, sometimes, and I did want to touch on this too, it's like sometimes God just wants you to move. Because he already knows what you're going to do. And but you still have you. to be careful with that. I'm not just encouraging you to just step out doing anything. And please, another turn. <laughs> it's always a turn. Oh, I'm just waiting. Or, oh, I'm just stepping out on faith. Yes, that's another thing. Stepping out on faith. Now there is, there are times where people do step out on faith, and yeah. God just telling you to move, just go, just do it. Like He got the rest, you know. Just do what I told you to do. But just doing something random and and calling it stepping out on faith. Don't do that. Just <laughs> doing do something that. and just still not using wisdom. Yeah. Not being wise in your decision making. I would not count that as <laughs> faith because we're still required to have wisdom. Like, 
you can't just be out here nilly willy just doing stuff and expect it all to you in the middle out. of grocery shopping and you're like oh i want to move across the country right i'm gonna stay out of faith like what <laughs> just say that's what you want to do i think stepping out on faith is more so god told you to do something and you don't know how it's gonna work out yeah and you're unsure of some things but you know that but god you told do you it to anyway do it. And you do it, and of course it works out because God told you to do it. Obedience is stepping out in faith, yes, not randomness. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, girl, this episode is good. <laughs> oh no! But the scripture I found it said, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus." Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true. Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. When you ask for confirmation or you want certain answers, sometimes you won't always get peace. You won't because then you got the spirit of confusion. You can confuse yourself. The enemy can start. Y'all know when you when you're next to a breakthrough or you next to a really big opening sometimes god can allow certain things to happen just to test just to see where your faith is and to see if you if you're ready for that because he knows if you're ready for it but he wants to give you revelation on if you're ready for it or not so which is why the whole thing was like don't question god god tells us in his word by prayer and petition present your request a question is a request it's a little curiosity in there, but it is still a request. God, I don't know where I'm going. Please show me. God, I don't know what to do in this situation. Please help me out. Present your request and the peace that transcends all understanding will rest on you. And when it comes to you seeking confirmation and stuff like that, make sure your thinking isn't in a place where you're thinking negatively. God won't give me confirmation. God isn't listening. Mm -hmm. No, it tells us in his word. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is pure, whatever is trustworthy, think such things. Think, think those things that are praiseworthy, not things that have no correlation to what you're asking for. So that's pretty much yeah. all I have to say. And then when you ask, don't doubt. Yeah. Because it says in his word, like, whoever um, asks and doubt is, like, tossed back and forth, like, waves of the sea. They're not yeah. stable. They're unstable in everything that they do, so... Such a man is double-minded. Yeah, just have belief that he's going to answer you. And if you feel like you're not getting the answer, wait. <laughs> oh, another and just one. try to listen for what he's saying. Maybe you need to quiet some things down in your life. What do you have to say? Okay, so right when you said that, I scrolled. Mm -hmm. And another verse that popped up was Philippians 4, uh, 19. And it says, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ yes. Jesus. Yes. He's going to meet. Our, why do we get quiet? He's going to give you what you need. Yeah. He's going to meet all your needs. Oh, yeah. what was that that I was watching earlier? Just one last thing where it was like, some people was like, if it's meant for you, it won't pass you. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to confirmation and stuff like that. And she was basically saying is sometimes things can be meant for us, but it can pass us because we're not ready for it, because we keep missing it, or we just, we're not receiving it. So people are like, what's meant for you? It won't pass you. Sometimes it will pass you. 
That's not to say it won't come back, but it will pass you in certain moments because you're not positioned. You're not in the right place at that moment to receive it or be able to um, stabilize it. Like Yeah, it's like being with you like, know? somebody can tell you something and that's what you need to hear, but it just yeah. go right over your head. And, and then like... you get in a situation <laughs> later and then that pop in your head and you'd be like, that's what they were saying. Yes. Like, that's what they meant <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's like you just... When it comes to confirmation, or not even just confirmation, but just hearing from God as a whole, you have to make sure you know his voice. You know his word. You if you if you don't know his word, what is it? What is the verse? What is the verse? God's word is alive. It's a, it's alive. Hebrews 4, 11 or 12. It's Let me go to it to make sure. Any, yeah. It's sharper than any um double-edged sword, uh piercing joint. And I don't want to paraphrase. I got tired of paraphrasing. Yes, it's Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That's all. That's what you, that's all y'all need to know. Pretty much. Like, <laughs> his word is like, you just, you really got to get in a, a place of that. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot lately I've been really struggling myself to get into a place of that because of, me always being distracted or allowing other thoughts to come in. Like when I am sitting down for quiet time, I get distracted by something else and I fall into it and I go do it. It's kind of like what uh, Paul said when he was like, for what I want to do, I don't do it. But what I don't want to do, I do it. So it's like, I feel like just for me personally, I'm not in a place where I can ask God for confirmation or anything because I need to get back into solitude with him. And I feel like when you don't spend that time with him, you don't know his voice. And mm-hmm. I know, I knew his voice in a season, but I feel like I'm in a season right now. His voice doesn't change, but because I'm letting everything else run rapidly, I'm not able to separate those voices and hear his completely. So just really making sure that you're in a space of just making sure you can discern his voice and use your discernment and all of that stuff like that is really important, not only just when it comes to confirmation, but just hearing from him. Yeah, that's pretty much all that I had to say for the EP. Um, the last thing I wanted to touch on was like gray areas. I feel like a lot of people go through gray areas within the waiting season. Like I don't know what's going on. I don't know what God wants me to do. Um, and I don't want to get this topic confused with stepping out on faith, like we talked about. We kind of like clarified. What we knew about that was like when God tells you to do something, but you, you don't, don't know, know how where it's going, going. where it's going. But that's stepping out on faith is doing it when you know God told you to do it. But if we like want to do something that we know could conflict God's will, what we know of God's will in our lives, or could I don't know mess something up, it's probably best you make the wise decision. You don't do it, <laughs> but um, because you're gonna get killed. Yeah, in scripture, in Romans fourteen, chapter fourteen, verses twenty two and twenty three. I'm gonna read it first, and then I'm gonna explain. It says, starting at verse twenty two. So whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But whoever has doubts is condemned if they eat because their eating is not from faith. And everything that does not come from faith is sin. So, what this is pretty much saying, just for some context on this verse, um, the verse is pretty much talking about, like, if somebody eats meat or if they don't eat meat. 
you know, but the person that don't eat meat has conviction about eating meat. Um, somebody like shouldn't tell them that, oh, you're wrong for doing this, that and the other because they had a personal conviction about it or they felt like they couldn't do it out of a place of faith, you know. So when we can't do things out of a place of faith, scripture tells us that it is sin because everything that does not come from faith is sin. If we cannot be confident doing it, that it's not going to harm our relationship with God, then we shouldn't do it. If, if it's even an ounce of, could this harm our relationship with God? Like, it's probably best that we just don't do it. You got to ask the question, there's something there. Yeah, it's just something there. Some things you just don't have to... Not saying don't ask questions, but I'm saying some things when you know, you just know. Yeah. You don't. It, there is no like room for questioning. Like you just know. But those gray areas, like she's talking about, there is some times where you just can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's probably best this? to just leave it alone. Yeah. Um. And some things you might not ever get clarity on, but I think it's better to not try to get clo get close to that line, you know, than just. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much everything that I have God to say. God wanted you to know it; He's let you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But yeah. Anything else? <laughs> um, one last thing I wanted to say is like, if you're currently seeking confirmation, just go to God confidently. Don't doubt. Have belief that you're gonna get what you need, even though it might not be an answer in that very moment. Just have faith that he has you. Have faith that he has everything worked out according to his will. And that as long as you're seeking the kingdom, everything is going to fall into place. You're going to be in alignment with his will. Make sure that your heart is always in an upright posture. Um, constantly stay in prayer with God. Don't cease in prayer. And make sure that, um, make sure that you're really in tune with the Holy Spirit what he is saying and tuning more into god's voice than the voices that are in the world mm -hmm. or even like of other people because people can still be wrong um yeah <laughs> is that it that's it on mine <laughs> all right thanks for listening and thanks for watching uh tune into our episode next time i think i have an idea of what to talk about next time i'll talk to you about it though <laughs> But, <laughs> but we'll see y'all next time and thanks for tuning in we really do hope that this helped y'all that it blessed y'all and gave somebody some clarity out there um and please interact with us in the comments we love interacting with people in the comments we'd be like girl guess what this person just said oh my gosh they said this helped them oh my gosh but yeah <laughs> sending y'all love and light and we love y'all love y'all bye <laughs>